0: Brought to you by Hug House Productions. Okay. It's recording. Yeah. So I just. <laughs> I just write it. I finished writing the second to last. Big baby. Hey. <laughs> Fucking classic. I just finished writing the second to last episode of Valence, which is like kind of the last real episode to Valence. And I also took edibles and they're slowly starting to hit. But I'm feeling a lot. (laughs) Hi, it's Will. Two weeks ago, as of this episode's release, Valence's finale dropped. So, let's talk. (laughs) Baby. things first. Scoring magic is not going away forever. We'll talk about this towards the end of the episode, but you've got at least one more Valence-focused episode to do. A Q&A. We'll be taking your questions about Valence, Hug House, making an audio drama, whatever, via our email, our Tumblr, our Discord, our Patreon, any way you want to get at us. Deadline for questions is March 26th. Editing Will 2.0 here. Uh, nope, not even close. <laughs> not even close. Uh, April 28th. March was last month. April 28th is the due date. April. April 28th. 2023. Links to our contact info in the show notes. Let's go back to that recording from the top of this episode. I dropped this in our cast and career discord literally right when I finished writing episode 12 on March 14th, 2022. Oh my God. Almost exactly a year ago. Is that right? God. It's very weird. I... I kind of thought that, like, most depictions of... people finishing big creative projects... was fake. And, like, an exaggeration. Because I guess I've never really finished one. And I guess this isn't... still isn't finished, but it's... but the meat of it is. And... It really is. Like, I'm I'm. flashing back to writing Valence in its novel form at Higher Grounds Coffee Shop in Flagstaff, which I don't even think exists anymore. Editing will here. It does not. And, like, playing Liam in John Westover's D&D campaign and, like, getting to know the character and how different he is from where he started. And then, like, putting together the Pinterest boards and the playlists and reaching out to Anne and Katie and starting this and starting Scoring Magic and starting all of this. Very sentimental. I really didn't think that I would be. I'll think of myself as sentimental, which I think is very silly of me. Would you say I'm fairly sentimental?
1: I'd say that you're becoming more so as you are evolving in your
0: life. That's my partner John speaking. Oh that makes sense. Right, my heart is allowed to be soft now because it's not having to protect itself from active fear and danger all the time. So I can afford to be sentimental now. That blows.
1: <laughs> <information, so. laughs> Thank you This is what happens when you're not like Ew feelings all the time
0: uh, I don't know I'm pretty ew feelings about this You're getting less so I'm getting less so Wow I'm really proud You should be You did good I'm very proud of this thing that I've made I think it's good it's been very, very good for me. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Good
0: job. Fuck, I hope it turns out good after we actually record it and edit it and sound design it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But either way, I did it. I really did it. Still got a little bit to go, but I already know how it's going to go. And doing it won't take long, and it'll be easy. Wow. And now, a recording from when I finished episode 13, the epilogue, the actual final episode. I just wrote the the last line. (laughs) And as soon as I wrote the last word, I teared up immediately. Um, I'm really happy. I'm really proud of it. I'm really proud of it. Congratulations. Thanks. And that's my husband, Zach. You've heard from him before. I'm going to miss it so much. I'm proud of it. I think that we did something really great. I'm really going to miss it. This is the first time I've ever finished it. I know. Hi, mozzarella. (laughs) I never thought I'd really finish it.
1: I know. This is. What's your. How many attempts have you made at trying to finish it? I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Too many and not enough. Yeah. I can't believe I did it.
1: Congratulations. Thanks. (laughs) Bittersweet?
0: It's bittersweet. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. You know, I still have to sound design it and everything, but it's so different from writing it.
1: Yeah. Because this is the final bit of this piece. This yeah. There's not going to be any more writing.
0: I, it's the start. <laughs> it's
1: the beginning of the end.
0: Yeah. I didn't really think about, um, like, having to say goodbye to the characters.
1: I mean... And- you can always do more stuff if you really wanted to.
0: I'll hang out with them in my head. It's just different.
1: I know. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you ever did want to have some kind of silly cross show thing, you could. I know you won't. I don't want that. <laughs> I know, yeah, that's fair. I was just thinking of, like, um.
0: No, I feel you. The time you. travel one. Yeah, I feel like, you. I yeah. feel you. Just no. not. No.
1: Not what you want. For sure.
0: Not my jam. Yeah. But I mean, I <clears throat> I like endings. Yeah. Endings are really important to me and I like this one a lot.
1: Yeah. Good. I'm glad that you like this ending. I know you've Yeah across you've tried to write the ending like three times. <laughs> and it hasn't like the first time you tried to write it and then I think you tried to edit it. Mm. And then I think that this is the third time that you've tried to you, you finished it. There yeah. turns the
0: charm their time's the charm
1: it helps when other people
0: help it helps when other people help and okay i have one more recording for you so here's the thing listen doing the sound design for the finale was a lot Suffice it to say. Fugue state, fugue state. Fugue no, none state. of that now. Fugue, oh, fugue state, state. Fugue state. We need fugue to get state. things done. Fugue state. Oops. So, um, here's a little montage for you. Okay, so here's the deal. Sorry for my audio quality. Um, I'm in my new house and we still don't have like any furniture. And there's a rug, but it's over there. Anyway. Um, today I finished, uh, the music cut for episode 12, and then I had some time, so I was like, fuck it, let's just, um, let's just keep going, let's do, let's do 13, It's just little tiny scenes, um, mostly because if I actually let there be a gap between 12 and 13, um, I would have to think about the fact that I was doing 13 um so i did the first scene and it was good and it, it passed with um it felt normal um but then Anne was like oh my god it's episode 13 this is the last one and i was like don't talk to me <laughs> or anyone to say any words i don't want to and then just keep going no thankies keep going um and then i started doing scene two and then it really hit me that like i i had just heard all of jordan's audio as sarah i've heard the last of it and then what really got me was caleb gets an ad lib in his last scene because of course he does because because it's what he deserves it's what he deserves he's so funny Um, And the ad lib was so good. And then it hit me that it was his last ad lib. And (laughs) then I started tearing up and I started tearing up because it was so good. And I've just loved working with everyone so much. Um, So now here I am um, figuring that I should record this for Scoring Magic because this is a momentous occasion. As much as I uh, have tried to engineer it not to be... (laughs) By barreling forward. (sighs) Fuck. I'm really going to miss everybody. Fuck, I'm really going to miss everybody. Oh, wow. I can't believe it's it's already almost over. Okay, I can get through this. I can get through this. I can get through this. I'm going to go keep editing. I'm going to go keep editing. Okay, coming back uh, just like thirty seconds later, um, I just noticed that <laughs> I wrote in a, a Jim Spanfeller joke for myself and no <laughs> nobody else. Um, so if you listen and you hear Jim and you hear Jim, uh, know that that's supposed to be a jab at Jim Spanfeller, he was a fucking herb. Um, I'll I'll I don't know. Google Jim Spanfeller. He fucking sucks. Fuck Jim Spanfeller. <laughs> It wasn't his last ad-lib. It wasn't his last ad-lib. He gave us one more. He added on to the final line that we gave him about Alvin and the chipmunks. He made it about about Alvin and the chipmunks meet the wolf man. Oh, Caleb, he's perfect. Oh, God. Oh. I was doing so normal, and then they included in the takes in the audio that I'm stitching together. Josh tearing up at the end of the scene with Noelle and now I'm tearing up! I was doing fine again and then Ellie delivered the line, yeah I missed them too. And now I'm not anymore. I'm on the final scene. I don't don't think I really intended, but um, here I am um my cats are company um Fugue State I've achieved Fugue State I'm back here back here in Fugue state back here in Fugue State it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine Josh levering the line I feel scared made me gag literally um, in my body because of uh, having... Emotions. I'm not very good at that. Um, it's gonna be fine. It's, it's, gonna, it's, gonna, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's mixing down. Um, I'm crying. Uh, I made it through most of it. Um, but hearing Josh do that last line that I've, I've had in my head since we started. such a simple, silly last line, but I've just, I've had it in my head since we started doing all of this and hearing him do it. And it's just so sweet and tender and lovely. And I can't believe it's over. (laughs) I'm really proud and very sad. Um, That's mozzarella in the back, if you can hear him. He's being very obnoxious and it's great. I love this team a lot. Okay, I have to go um <laughs> master it and then post it to the channel. Wow, <laughs> I can't believe I did it. I can't believe we did it. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fuck Jim Spanfeller. Holographic Fugue state stickers now available in the Hug House store at shop. So, the ending. Let's talk about it. Spoilers from here on out. Ever since I started writing Valence in its novel forms, I had two scenes very vivid in my mind. First, the scene in Season 2, Episode 9, where Nico comes back when Liam is at the Barcade. So, admittedly, that scene was always set to you by the 1975, which most of you probably already know. Good song, go listen to it. I'm not even going to try playing any of it here. (laughs) But the second scene I always envisioned was the final scene. Liam sitting down with a therapist, for real this time. I didn't know how that scene would play out for a while, though. It took having some really great therapists and then finding the last line. But it came to me so clearly in kind of a goofy circumstance. I was watching one of my favorite musicals, Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812, on a Discord call with Anne, Katie, and Ellie, scrolling along with the lyrics as we listened. When we got to the song Dust and Ashes, the eponymous Pierre sings... I was looking at the lyrics on Genius and saw I'm Ready highlighted. And it pointed out that this line was an intentional reference to my other favorite musical, Company, in which the main character Bobby sings. Uh, And I just, I knew. Liam has a lot in common with both Pierre and Bobby. With Pierre, we have a man desperate for meaning who feels hollow and like he is wasting his life. He's melancholic, but he also cares so deeply about the people in his life, even when he doesn't want to. With Bobby, we have a man, or a woman, in a recent revival, who refuses to have any emotional responsibilities or commitments. He refuses to let himself get close with anyone, largely because he's afraid of being hurt. And with both of them, when they sing, I'm ready, the audience knows they're absolutely not. (laughs) Having that ambiguity with Liam is important to me. It's a reference to works I love, sure, but for me, I also like the reading that you're never really ready for what therapy is going to dish out to you. I know I sure wasn't really ready when I dove headfirst into EMDR. It's an arduous process. Exhausting. I know it's worth it, but it's a very specific kind of undertaking. I wanted to suggest to the audience, not that Liam isn't ready, but more that he's still working. He's still processing. In a lot of ways, the end of Valence is the end of Liam as we know him. We get to see him off as he sees himself off. Who he becomes is finally in his own hands now. There are ways I imagine him changing and ways I imagine him staying the same, but I think my ideas on that are only as valuable as anyone else's are. In the two weeks since the finale, I have to admit, I haven't had a ton of time or energy to think about Valen's ending. We celebrated and I had a good cry, absolutely, but the thing that really is different for movies and TV shows about making art is that life really doesn't stop to give you a moment to process. We're still getting our lives in order from the move. We had a medical emergency in the found family. We keep finding haunted shit in our house. That's a story for another time. But the thing is that I still haven't really been able to process the gravity of having made this big, beautiful thing. If anything, my main takeaway has been this. Important things are hard, but you have to commit to them. You have to actively do the things you want in your life. If you have a story you want or need to tell, you have to tell it. If you need help, you have to find it. Even if you're scared, you have to take the leap. It will not just happen for you. You have to do it. Don't die asking, what if? Don't hope and pray and manifest. You have to do it. You deserve it. So what's next? First, don't forget about our Q&A episode. You can ask us literally anything about Valence, including spoilers, things that got cut, what something meant, what someone's favorite ice cream is, anything. Again, deadline for questions is March 26th. Editing will 2.0 here again. Uh, Yeah, no, April. April. April 28th. It's April 28th. 2023, and you can find our info in the show notes. And what's coming next from me? <laughs> well, I, I accidentally have two projects in the works. Uh, they're both in early, early stages of development. One will require a team. Some members of whom are already recruited. I'll give you a little taste of what to expect from that one.
1: Just you know me.
0: next will be just me. It's going to be... well, I'll give you a little taste of that too. some other projects by some other folks in Hug House in the works, too. I can't give details, but I will say that one project has one of the best pilots I've heard in years, right up there with the pilot episode of Tawny Ransom's Afflicted, which like, if you haven't listened yet, go get listening. (laughs) And finally, what's coming next for Scoring Magic? First, you'll get updates on our other projects in this feed, but we'd also really, really love to hand off Scoring Magic to another new production getting their feet off the ground. Keep following us in the usual places and hopefully you'll hear more soon until then thank you scoring magic has a small but dedicated audience and it means so much that y'all have joined us on this journey i hope it's been helpful to you or at least a good time (laughs) i hope it's inspired you to create something because after all creatus feels good we'll see you again sometime soon This episode was written, recorded and sound designed by me, Will Williams. It was produced and transcribed by Anne Baird. You can follow Scoring Magic at @scoringmagic on Twitter. You can also find full transcripts for all of our shows at huckhouse.productions and links to all of these things in the show notes.